powered by Tidal Health and produced by me, Tony Weig, with expertise from Dr. Chris Snyder. We present Dr. Taboo. All right, here we are again with Dr. Taboo. Uh, same doctor, same intro, different topic. You doing with us today? We're talking about weed. Ooh, cannabis. Yeah. Interesting. We've had a lot of legislation and things change recently. So it's been introduced to a whole new population of people. So we'll get into that. Dr. Taboo is going to talk to us in three, two, one. Cheers. Welcome back. Uh, it's Dr. Chris Snyder. Just talking a little bit about uh, cannabis today. Uh, weed, pot, marijuana, whatever you want to call it. A um, lot of changes with this over the last two decades. Uh, tremendous changes. A lot of changes in legislation. Yeah. So, Things have uh, changed in 20-some states for medical purposes. Things have changed in 15 or so states for recreational purposes. It's sort of being looked at like alcohol as far as a severity issue. Looking at descheduling it off of the heroin and cocaine list off of uh, the, from a federal standpoint. Where are we in the doctor world with cannabis, Chris? Yeah, well, again, hospitalizations and addiction are the two areas where medically we worry about. Um, obviously, if... You're using a drug um, and it's uh, illicit or not uh, supported for medical necessity, then then obviously that's something, if it's making you sick, could be a problem. Um, hyperemesis syndrome is one of the bigger ones we see. In, the, in fact, I just saw somebody today with it. Um, and uh, people get sick and they can't stop vomiting, uh, but then they can't stop smoking either, despite our recommendations. So um, it, it's one of those things, if it's making you sick, don't do it. Um, again, you know, similar to alcohol, it's available now. Um, it's cleaner when you get it from dispensaries, et cetera, because obviously it's controlled versus getting it off street corner um, where you don't know what you're getting. So I always taught my teens when I was training, you know, careful what you get off street, guys. You never know what they're going to slap on there for an extra special return. Just got to be careful. Um, be smart. THC has some, we think, long-term effects on folks that could be deleterious to liver, kidney. Um, Wait a minute. Deleterious. Break that down for us. Yeah, so there, there's some question as to what the chemical effects of THC is on the body. Um, and uh, it's being studied. Uh, we'll see. Smoking, obviously, is bad for you. So inhaling smoke is just as bad as cigarette smoke, honestly, without the nicotine. Nicotine's a drug, too. Um, so we got to be aware of what the effects are of it. Um, um, we're still wondering why people get hyperemesis with it. We're still not sure where that comes from. We're also seeing a different age range use this. So it's not your grandmother's marijuana from the 70s that she may have smoked at Woodstock, and then she sees you at the turkey dinner, and you're handing her a joint. She needs to be prepared for that. Yeah, so it's a lot cleaner, a lot more potent, probably. Um, In fact, uh, it's interesting. Psychiatric behavior can be triggered from cannabis. Uh, It can cause psychosis, so in some people... Every animal's different the way you respond to drugs, so that's why it makes our job very difficult, because I give you a chemical... I hope you have a reaction to it, but you got to remember I have thousands and thousands of trials prior to that being introduced. Uh, those trials are being done with THC, uh, and there are some benefits. I give it to my cancer patients who are losing weight. I give it to my MS patients who are in pain. Uh, we do give it to some patients for psychiatric behavior. So um, there are benefits to it, absolutely, and, uh, uh, but it has to be used appropriately uh, and within a certain uh, volume also. Interesting. Uh, is Tidal Health actually prescribing cannabis in any way, shape, or form? No, we don't. Uh, haven't gone there yet. Um, and, and again, the legislature will tell us. Um, 
where it can be dispensed from. Uh, no, we don't uh, sanction that right now, unfortunately, and, and it is what it is. So um, in the future, who knows? But right now, it's not going to happen, just like we don't give you beer in the hospital either. <laughs> I, that really makes sense. You can't order a yeah. wine when you're up there getting some, you know, not usually major surgery done. No, not usually. I fully understand. Interesting. Well, and it, it's rather interesting topic because we see many different people using it in many different age ranges, you know, for many different things. So yeah. it's sort of hard to pinpoint what it's best at, what it's worst at. What do you see socially from it? You know, what do you see in, in America from this? Yeah, so they're seeing a larger volume of 12-year-old and, and teenagers utilizing cannabis. Um, again, there's a di- addiction potential. The younger you are, the younger you start things, the more likelihood you're going to create habitual behavior, which will mean daily use of it, or not being able to live without it for a day or two. Um, and, and again, that goes with alcohol, too. It's very similar. But the young brain, as it's developing, uh, can be impacted by those habitual behavior. So we try to use that in a good sense, but drugs is probably not the best thing to give a 12-year-old. I understand fully. All right. So if somebody has an issue or they feel like their child is having an issue or they feel like their child has an addiction issue with marijuana because it is so prevalent, because it is so easy to get, what do you recommend as the first couple of steps to do? Yeah, start with your primary care doc, kind of confront the issue. Uh, talk to your kids. I mean, be, be involved in your kids. Uh, you know, don't let them just run rampant. 12-year-olds you can't trust. Uh, I don't trust my 25-year-old. Um, so you just, well, his wife does now, but that's okay. That's her problem now, not mine. Anyway, so you, you get the point. I mean, you got to be involved. You got to ask the questions. You got to look for the signs. Uh, and you got to be nosy in their lives. It's your job to make sure we're putting out adults appropriately. Find yourself in their life. Find yourself part of their life. Keep them involved in something. And some of these things aren't going to be an issue for them. As Amen. they get to be an adult, maybe they find cannabis helps them as an adult. And that's to be their seen. Their choice. Their choice. Excellent. Doc, it's great to see you. Great to do another one of these. And I look forward to the next. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure, man. Take care. If you've got an idea for a great Dr. Taboo show, please shoot us an email. Please use drtaboo at titlehealth.org. And if it's yucky enough, we'll be talking about it in a future episode. Thanks again. No matter the health topic, if it makes you squirm, Dr. Snyder has likely treated it. Listen in each week as he and I tackle a new yucky topic, one that you are probably too embarrassed to ask your own doctor about.